You're listening to the premier home of motorsports for nearly two decades. The Race Central Radio Show. Drive! Start on ESPN Radio 1600. Boogity, boogity, boogity. Let's go racing drivers. Unbelievable. It's going to be close right here at the line. He's got the inside. They touch once, twice. Oh, boy, here we go. This is going to be tight right here. Now, here is your host, one of the most respected motorsports voices in America, Motorsports Insider, Kurt Hansen. Well, 504 on a fast Friday here. It's a race central, the drive as we like to call it, because so many of you are driving home. Good to catch up with Chris Dyson. Dude's a badass. Uh, won an IMSA prototypes for so long. And transitioned to Trans Am. And I, I, I get it. It's huge bang for the buck. And those cars are, like you said, 800 horsepower, fire-breathing monsters. No trash control, no driver aids, no ABS, no nothing. It is really uh, a driver series because with that much horsepower in those cars, I mean, yeah, you can you can drive them like they're stolen, slide them all around for like ten laps, and then you're done. You're out of tires, and a pit stop will probably ruin your day. It's just the way it is. So good to catch up with Chris. I'll be, talk- be talking to John Claggett actually uh, at, at the bottom of this hour. Be good to catch up with uh, with John. He and Tony Prella have done a great job in making this series. And Chris said something that I really, I mean, you can tell listening to him. He uses big words. He's a real smart guy. And uh, balance of performance, its intent, its intent is good, but the results are terrible. In some cases, it's been okay when maybe the feeling is the team is cheating or not abiding by the rules and just smoking. But then there's also their sandbagging. If a team is, is, is fudging and knowing that they are, you know, being creative with the uh, creative interpretation of the rules, the gray areas, it's known. When they go out to qualify, they're not going to go hammer and tong and sit on the pole by three seconds because Mr. BOP will be at your door in a second. So you maybe go out and you qualify third or fourth, and you act all pissed off and, ah, damn. Then uh, race day, you, you don't run and hide. You just meticulously and creatively work your way to the front and then win by two car lengths, knowing that you could make it 10 car lengths with the blip of the throttle. <clears throat> Showing everything you got is not always the best way to go because everybody prepares for what you got. And then again, Mr. BOP will beat your door. And it's a very delicate situation. I can say the intent is good. Drivers hate it. Teams hate it because they all complain. <clears throat> Nobody's except for maybe a team that's, that's running, you know, 101% and getting their doors blown off, they'll like it. That's why you can't be too obvious in being creative. It, just doesn't, it doesn't work out well for you. It's like pitchers, uh, it's like hitters using pine tar and pitchers uh, using, you know, uh, grease or vitalis or whatever the heck it is. 
I don't even know you can buy Vitalis anymore. You get Vaseline. That was a big deal. Then it was suntan lotion, greasy suntan lotion on the back of your head. Oh, I'm afraid of getting my uh, little forehead burned, so I got some suntan lotion inside my hat. So I picked my hat up, rubbed my head, get some of that good, 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 good uh, copper tone going, that baby oil, and throw a curveball that's lucky if it stays in the park without getting hit. So I'll be, I'll be excited to talk to John when we get him on the program. Uh uh, again, up to the Motor Mania show tomorrow at Sam's and Lone Tree. That'll be a great deal. And we'd love to have you all come out. It's a good cause. It's, it's, it's just uh, good stuff. Um, <laughs> I just got a cute, a cute text from Amy Greenway uh, from Trans Am. I guess she was listening on the stream. Uh, so many of you do around the country at racecentralmedia.com. Click on the ESPN Listen Live link. We have a huge national audience uh, on the stream. Streaming is wonderful stuff. <laughs> she was tuning in from her hometown. I could, I could tell you, but then I'd have to. I'm not going to say it. We just had that conversation a little while ago, right, Michael? No dump buttons around here. I could almost I could follow up with that story about my godson, AJ, but I can't do that either. Uh I think any parent out there knows what I'm talking about. So, well, I do want to tell you because uh, you know, we've got that, you've got a, a good sponsor partner in uh, the Smart Fairs. And as I'll start traveling a lot in the near future, I just booked a couple trips using the Smart Fair. It's, uh, it's the real deal. Save a lot of money. I mean, if you, you know, it's like uh, Patrick Ewing said at one time many years ago. Yeah, we make a lot of money, but we spend a lot of money too. Well, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's getting awful bright in here as that sun sets. We'll have to uh, lower the, uh, the, the, the shade on the ivory tower here a little bit. So, anyway, <clears throat> NASCAR. Actually, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk a little Formula One for a minute because I, I, too, have been reinvigorated. I, I was a Formula One fan my whole life. Then I kind of got away from it for a while because it just too much, as Chris Dyson said, too much dinking with the rules and this and that. And, you know, it just, it just it got boring. I just fell away from it. Now I'm totally engaged again. I wish I could have gone to Coda. But Max, Max Verstappen at Red Bull is now leading the championship. He has eight wins this year and nine poles. Lewis Hamilton, who's been the dominant one for seven years, five wins, three poles. He's only ten points behind Max Verstappen. Then Valerie Botas, who will be, move from uh, Mercedes to, if memory serves me correct, he's going to he's going to uh, uh, Aston Martin next year. <clears throat> if memory serves me correct, this is what happens when you get old. Sergio Perez is doing a great job in the other Red Bull. Uh, and I get it because, you know, the youngster, the, the well, the guy that really, really impressed at the end of last year, who's still driving for Williams, Mr. George Russell, who jumped in the, in the Mercedes last year when the exalted one tested positive for uh, COVID 1 million or whatever the heck he had. And Mr. Race, they put Russell in the car, and the, guy, the guy's phenomenal. You know, 
William said they lent him, they lent him to Mercedes. In other words, they rented him Mercedes to Mercedes for probably a couple million bucks, and that team needed the money. So uh, Perez is on a good job. Lando Norris, the lead driver at McLaren. I'm wondering if Daniel Ricciardo is rethinking. Well, I maybe not. He left uh, what what was Renault now Alpine, who's actually not done a bad job, but. Daniel Ricciardo, a.k.a. the funniest man in Formula One, he's eighth. And Lando's fifth. And he, Lando's consistently outperformed him. Uh, Pierre Gasly, Alpha Turi, the big story. Uh, he was a kind of a, a, a sentimental ch- champion and star of the Netflix series. Uh, Esteban Ocon also said kind of the same thing. Sebastian Vettel is 12th in the Aston Martin. Lance Stroll, uh, his teammate, who's the son of Lawrence Stroll, who's a bazillionaire from Canada. Uh, Yuki uh, Tosota and Alpha Turi, George Russell at Williams will be going to McLaren next year. You should check that, Mercedes. Uh, then Kimi Raikkonen, I, I believe he's retiring. He should. Mick Schumacher at Haas. Uh, Robert Kubica at Alfa Romeo. Nika Massapana. I don't think that guy can drive a nail in a snowbank, but his dad is worth hundreds of billions of dollars from Russia. There's a theme there. Anyway, so as the music tells us, it's time for me to shut up. It's uh, 13 minutes after the hour. Uh, check out that uh, Smart Fares deal. That is the real deal. And if you haven't got your free Bronco tickets yet, well, maybe you're not a Bronco fan. But if you'd like to register to get, try to get some for free, go to imafan.info. Imafan.info, courtesy of Sorensen Insurance. Uh, they're, a, they're a premier gold-rated Haggerty dealer for you folks that have Special, unique, and classic cars. They also do medicated. I mean, they do everything. They're really good at it. And they're gearheads. They're drag racers. How good is that? Support people that uh, support us and support the uh, the fam, all of us gearheads and, and motorsports fans out there. Uh, so it's 13 minutes after the hour. We'll talk to Photo Joe Star, BigWestRacing.com next time we go Local Joe segment. And then uh, the exalted one, the other exalted one, the big boss over at Trans Am. I'm digging this tune, man. I could just, I could just bump along. John Claggett coming up with the program. Watch Race Central TV anywhere you can hear my voice in North America. Check your Amazon Prime, Roku, all your good stuff. And uh, allegedly, we may be back after this. I want to drive. Get the car off the trailer. Now, back to one of the most respected voices in motorsports. Your host, Kurt Hansen. Yeah, it's so 19 minutes after the hour. As I was saying, if uh, you're a Bronco fan and you haven't got your free tickets yet, register at imafan.info. Imafan.info, courtesy of Sorensen Insurance. Uh, top-rated Hagerty Dieter, and they're very good at what they do. Trust me when I tell you. And uh, they've got this special drawing going on just for our listeners. So you're not competing with anybody except fans of this show, of which there are many, including Photo Joe Starr from BigWestRacing.com. Uh, Joe, you know you have our WeatherTech Not Your Average Car Show, car show post uh, from last month still on your page. I better get uh, that <laughs> updated. <laughs> I just I figured I, I'd just make fun of that. Because I'm looking at your site because it's – it's one of my favorite sites, and if you're a local motorsports fan, you definitely need to be on BigWestRacing.com. 
But uh, and I sent the, sent you the new link a couple days ago. So the, the, basically, we're all done in Colorado. Oh no, we're not. <laughs> we have we have a lot of stuff going on. Well, I mean, on, on the track, except for the the one offs at I seventy six, right? Well, and uh, the Saturday after uh, Thanksgiving, we've got the uh, the Fenders three hundred at Colorado National. Um, What's that? Last year, we started fifty eight cars and went three hundred laps. Oh, did did uh, Lee Kemet win that? No, he did not. Ah. Uh, Lee Lee was was not feeling good, so Tommy Rowe jumped into the car, and they were doing terrific. And somewhere around the halftime break, something broke on the car, and uh, DJ Banks driving a dirt car, uh, IMC stock car, uh, won the won the race. Ah, okay. So it was uh, Lee Kimmett had won a uh, was it the year before? I think it is. Might have been. Might have been. Lee's a great guy. He and Misty. Uh, GTI golf carts, uh, they're, they're busier than one-armed paper hangers. Uh, I'm glad they made it through the pandemic because, boy, not a lot of events to supply golf court carts for when we're uh, all locked down watching uh, Drive to Survive on Netflix. But, or what Race Central TV, our numbers were up like 71%, so that doesn't suck. Uh, so who are our champions at uh, CNS this year? Well, uh, Brett Yaki added another championship for the Yakis by winning the Super Late Model Championship. Uh, uh, Rick Smith backed up last year's championship by winning in the late models again. Grand American uh, first-time champion Ron O'Neill, uh, who used to drive my Mod Coupe, as a matter of fact. Wow. Uh, truck, truck yeah, where is your Mod Coupe, anyway? It's sitting in a garage collecting dust because, uh, well, they, they don't run them at Colorado National anymore. So, um, Is that a good uh, we'll idea? Wait. Well, well, we'll dust it off one day and put somebody <laughs> in it and maybe go turn a few laps with the Colorado Vintage Oval Racers. Oh, there you go. Uh, is Hey, is the track down by Pueblo uh, used to be, what the heck was that called, when, when Perry uh, and his brother well, it, was, it was called Beacon Hill at one Beacon time, and uh, when Perry and those guys took it over, I believe they changed the name to I-25 Speedway. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are, is, is that place open? Are they still around? Yeah, they're still around. They're open. Uh, it's been a little difficult to get results from them. Uh, they're having some issues with the website, uh, getting it redesigned or rebuilt or, or something. It, anyway, it was very difficult to get the results from them unless you were there, I guess. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure they're working on it, wanting to make everything better. Yeah, all three of you. <laughs> when they when it was I-25 Speedway, I went down there a lot and did some announcing for them and stuff. And we used to do uh, uh, race trivia between in intermissions and stuff between groups. People loved it. That place... Not a lot of, it held like 3,000, I think. It was packed. Uh, the only problem is in that little valley, the weather comes in real fast and nasty. And uh, I've seen a lot of horrific things on there. But it was a great little track. I really enjoyed going. It's kind of like racing inside a cereal bowl. Well, you know, what you've got is you've got Fort Carson just up the road, and you've got a lot of young men that come from the south uh, where they're used to going to stock car racing all the time, and they, uh, they really get into it. Um, we've had some soldiers and airmen uh, racing at Colorado National from time to time. And I'm sure that they have the same situation down there at uh, at the I-25 Speedway well, in Pueblo. I, I can tell you from my dirt track announcing days with BST at Calhan, huge military pride. And it was awesome. It was great. You know, stand up, Who sit played, down, fight, fight, played, fight. Somebody played what was the national anthem, some rock version or something, and you didn't hear anything. You just saw a bunch of people, and then all of a sudden somebody come back with a uh, what we would call the traditional version. So I was on the I was on the mic that night, and Joe had a guy that he really liked, thought he was the neatest thing since you know sliced bread, that was uh, announcing before and kind of you know doing the music, and so we kind of turned the show into more of a show where we had really good music and intermissions, you know, got a lot of fan interaction, you know, keep people entertained. That's what it's all about. And that night. 
before the show because I still I still think one of the best renditions of the national anthem was uh, uh, oh god ah. you think of Jimi Hendrix no no well that, that I'm getting there no but um, no 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 yeah that yeah that's good for the Vietnam era but was uh, Whitney Houston at the 1980 Super Bowl I think it was and we mm-hmm. and I so I, so I told him I not to be named here. To I said, let's do the Whitney Houston Super Bowl national anthem. That, that bring that makes you cry. And mm-hmm. he played Jimi Hendrix, and I hear I'll come across my headset. Bellum has lost his mind. Well, he's lost his mind a long time ago. Anyway, uh, you know I can say that because it, it's not an insult; it's the truth. But uh, he played, uh, yeah, Jimi Hendrix, and I I saw a riot breaking out in front of me. Bellum's calling from the pit. I mean, people are leaving. They were, see, he said, I don't think. But they got pissed. They turned around, look up at the tower like, are you kidding me? Um, needless to say, that guy didn't stick around much much longer. I'm like, no. It started to happen. I'm like, what are you doing? And he started to freak out because I think he knew he picked. I mean, I think that's what he thought I was talking about because he blamed me. And I'm like, big difference between play Whitney Houston 1980 Super Bowl uh, national anthem to Jimi Hendrix. Uh, a lot of pissed off wasn't the right, That wasn't the right crowd to be playing Jimi Hendrix version. No. Yeah, or worse, uh, uh, Morrison, that guy. Uh, I forget, he, he big anti-war guy. Anyway, it's long and short of it. So we got some I-76 stuff. Uh, we got champions at CNS. Uh, you had just wrapped up the, the uh, Colorado Motorsports Hall of Fame deal. I know that went very well. But we, what do you got coming up? We got the, the, the trade show. Well, I have the trade show coming up next weekend on Friday and Saturday. Uh, in fact, uh, next next Friday, while you're on the air, we'll be uh, we'll be busy at the trade show at uh, Early Bird Specials on Friday from two to eight. Now, I'm going to say if it's it's outdoors, so I'm going to tell you that if uh, if you're coming at six or seven o'clock, you better bring a flashlight because I believe it's dark at six, isn't it? Oh, I, I you know it's funny. Uh, I'm sitting up here in the ivory tower right now. The sun is about thirty minutes from going away, and it's five twenty-six right now. So yeah, pretty much. Well, Friday is Friday's really a move-in day, and because we've got people that always want to beat the crowd, uh, they call it the early bird special. So, yeah. you know, when it says it's early bird special till two to eight, uh, you know, after eight o'clock, I mean, around eight o'clock, we'll still have people trying to move in and get ready for Saturday, and then Saturday morning it opens up at eight and goes eight to four. Um, they will be doing some uh, the awards for uh, CNS. Uh, they're going to have a barbecue at two, I think it is. I'll be there at one fifty nine. I'm going to I'm going to bring AJ. He's five now. Can he run around? Will you have stuff he can steal? Oh, I probably got some cool. things in my booth. I oh cool. I've I've made up some uh, T-shirts for the trade show. I've got a, a re- redesigned shirt for that, and uh, plus we've got all the other shirts that we normally have, and. Uh, I made up some calendars that. Uh, oh, I heard you told me that you thought you'd sell twenty and you've got like a hundred more orders or something. Oh, it, it it's incredible. I I I had saved some um, negatives from going to the dumpster from the the old days at Lakeside, and these are from oh, nineteen seventy seven. Yeah. So I made a calendar for a guy a couple of years ago, and somebody else saw it, and he asked me for a few copies, and I made a mistake. He asked specifically to have Tony Spano in the calendar, and I forgot and didn't put Tony in it, so. I realized the next day, so I ordered the correct version for uh, for this guy, and I thought, what am I going to do with these 12 copies? Well, I got on the Internet and went on to Facebook. And, Oops. Uh, to make a long story short, I've ordered more. Good. good. And where can I people mean, find that stuff, Joey? 
Well, you can, uh, uh, I'd say, go to Facebook. Uh, go to go to my page on Facebook, Joe Starr, uh, and um, there's a there's a thing on there about the uh, the lakeside vintage lakeside calendars, and there's also some things on there about the uh, the vintage Inglewood Speedway T-shirts that we did oh, cool. and some posters that we've done. Cool. AJ's really not. Have, he, AJ's yeah, really not a crook. He just likes to grab stuff and hide it. He doesn't really steal <laughs> it. He just he hides it. He's very good well, at I've that. I've got. I'll have the the photo buttons and stuff. I've got some stuff with Colorado National Speedway on it, and uh, and you know, of course, people can order anything they want. That's uh, there. I mean, you know, as I laugh sometimes, say uh, my t- photos are getting in the way of the T-shirt sales and earplug sales sometimes. Oh but my uh, God. Um, the photos are very nice. I I think I do a good job. You do a great job. Um, um, you're only as good as the last picture you ever took for anybody. So, um, you know, we, we work hard to try and make sure that we get things that everybody wants. I mean, besides the calendars and stuff, I mean, you know, the blankets and the, the keychains, the ceramic cups, uh, you know, there's just a lot of things. If it's got a photograph on it, uh, we can probably do it. There you go. Hey, Joe, uh, we got about two minutes left. So real quick, because we got John Claggett from President Trans Am coming up. I was hoping going to have you two segments, but uh, uh so you and I talked a couple of weeks ago. We thought maybe Kyle Larson peaked too soon, but you know I think I think they were trying some stuff, which is kind of normal when you kind of you know you're locked in. Uh, this is going to get good, and and we got our guy Martin Truex on the bubble with Logano and Keselowski and Blaney, and the Fords are usually pretty good at the concrete paper paperclip. What's uh, what's your what's your uh, lean for this weekend? Well, if I was betting money, I'd I'd go ahead and bet on uh, Kyle Larson again. Um, but you've got you've got to, all three of the Penske cars have got to do something. Uh, yes, they do. Perhaps to win to get in, and uh, so I think it's going to be you know Martinsville. We always talk about the big one happening at Talladega. Well, Martinsville can be uh, just as it, it's close contact. You can oops, and all of a sudden you're out of the out of the program because you get turned around. Uh, maybe you get slammed into the wall. Uh, maybe some people are uh, working out old grudges. I mean, we saw that one year with uh, Matt Kenseth and uh, Joey Logano. Uh, so you just don't know what's going to happen. Um, you know, you've got a feud going on between uh, um, Chase Elliott and Kevin Harvick. Those two, yeah. yeah those now, two. Theoretically, uh, NASCAR's told them to knock it off, but we'll see what happens. You know, it kind of reminds me of Days of Thunder when uh, Rowdy Gaines and uh, uh, Tom Cruise go at it in the rental cars. You must Have you been listening to the show on the stream? Uh, no. Okay, good. Because basically, you just you just did you just exactly repeated what I said like two segments ago. You can't. I mean, at at Dega and Daytona and stuff. You know, you always talk about the big one, but you can kind of ride around for pieces of that race. Um, and if you take a lap off at uh, at the clip, uh, you're you're going to go. You could go from eighth to eighteenth in about the blink of an eye. And so the big one can happen any second, any time, anywhere. And frankly, between the four guys in the bu- bubble, uh, you know, I'd like to see Martin Truex go. Well, I mean, uh, we've all got our favorites and stuff, and not everybody's going to be in the race when we get to Phoenix. I mean, it's uh, it's going to come down to Phoenix, and uh, the four guys there will uh, determine who wins the championship. Now, we've seen it before when we come down to the last race of the season. The four guys are in contention, finish one, two, three, four. Uh, so, you know, they'll have their A game on for for the race at Phoenix. There's no doubt about that. Uh, photo Joe Star, BigWestRacing.com. Also, uh, uh, Joe Star's Facebook page. Uh, if you want to order some really, really cool stuff and photos and all that, because Joe does a great job. Yeah, I think uh, it's going to be a good one this weekend. It goes off at noon Mountain Time. I know you'll be watching. I'll be watching, too. And all you out there should be watching also. BigWestRacing.com, Local Joe, Local Joe segment, with also some real good takes on NASCAR. Joey, have a great weekend. Say hi to Marianne. We'll talk to you soon. 
See you soon, Kurt. Thanks right, for having buddy. me. Bye. Yeah, there he goes. Photo Joe, one of the best. Really, he's uh, – his, 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 his radio work is as good as his photo and T-shirt work. So uh, he's a great, great friend and supporter, and I'm very proud to say that. So uh, what can I tell you? We're going to talk a little more Trans Am uh, in about a minute or two. I will, I will tell you who the favorite is to win this weekend at Martinsville, and it might just blow your mind. So what can I tell you? Uh, I mean to get to that early in the program, but we've, we're kind of moving around a lot right here. This is the fastest two hours of motorsports. Watch Race Central TV anywhere you can hear my voice in America, Canada, too, and around the globe. And right here in the Mile High, Comcast Denver, and then always streaming at the website that makes you a smarter and better motorsports fan. That site would be racecentralmedia.com. Talking Trans Am and uh, who the guys in the desert say are the big favorite this weekend. It might just shock the heck out of you. Race Central on the radio, Race Central TV, and RaceCentralMedia.com. I'm just having fun rocking out, man. Michael's killing it on the board today. Killing it. The master of no disaster. As uh, we're trying to chase uh, John Claggett down. In, he's in Florida. Much like uh, Chris Dyson. And uh, the skiing machine. Mike Skeen, the Trans Am 2 champion last year. Hard time catching up with him. But... Uh, we love talking Trans Am. It's a great show. Good to have you all back with us. And I believe we are locked in for the next few weeks unless uh, one of those silly stick and ball games uh, gets in the way again. But do we have uh, – do we got Mr. John? No, we don't. Okay. I thought he should, I saw you reaching for the phone. Uh, a lot of stuff going on here in the Ivory Tower. Good to catch up with Photo Joe Starr. And uh, he does a great job. And so the, pretty much the local season is a done deal. But like I say, we got, we've got Trans Am, we've got uh, NHRA in their penultimate round in Las Vegas this weekend, uh, Trans Am Dakota, uh, F1, uh, they will wrap it up in the middle of December. And as you heard Chris said, there's really no off-season. There's a big misconception that, that and it was, it was really interesting, too, is when any of the network programming goes away on radio or TV, it really elevates our numbers because you know, by nothing else, we're the only game in town, not just in town, but around the globe. So it uh, it's kind of fun for us. We used to be a seasonal show, but uh, not so much anymore because, you know, you know, 15 years ago we decided, hey, you know, uh, there's no time off for us, for any of us. Just too much going on. And, and, and is, is uh, race fans are, because I know how you guys are, you start to get a little more, uh, a little more uh, hyperventilated during um, the quote-unquote off-season because there's no place to get your information except for the premier home for motorsports. That's Race Central Radio. 
and Ray Central TV. So, I mean, we're not going anywhere. I can promise you that. Uh, there was something I wanted to to get to, and I'm, this is what happens. You take a week off and you get, uh, you get a little old. Uh, oh, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell you, frightening, uh, the favorite for this weekend, the favorite for this weekend, if uh, you're ready, the favorite for this weekend is, believe it or not, Martin Truex. Now, the reason I say that might blow your mind, even though I've called Martinsville Martinsville in the past, is they've not been that, been that good that as of late. Uh, so Martin Truex Jr. is the favorite at Martinsville. Martin and I developed a nice relationship when uh, he was here at Furniture Run. We became good friends and a lot of stuff with them. But I'm uh, honored to say that uh, we got the man of the moment. Mr. John Claggett, the big boss over at Trans Am. Uh, Johnny, if you're not careful, you're going to have a really successful race series on your hands. Well, uh, <laughs> I, I, I'll slow down then. <laughs> uh, well, it's, it's, it's just amazing. I, I mean, from when I was at Coda two years ago, I mean, I knew the, the health of the series with what you and Tony have done was, is, you know, in really good shape and really moving quickly, but... I mean, uh, Nashville, you had a, a huge amount of cars on a track that was literally you know, like a demolition derby. And now you got 50-plus in TA2 at Coda. Uh, this, it's going good. Well, the, uh, the thing that we were very proud of at Music City was that, that it really wasn't a demolition derby, that we actually put <laughs> on the best show of the weekend. Yeah, uh, Everybody else that showed up there had red flags and, caution after caution after caution and more red flags and people, you know. And so with us, we were a little bit worried about that. Uh, but when the guys, you know, came out there and put on their racing helmets, there was a brain inside of it and they had a really good race. And, uh, you know, I'm very, very proud of how that one came down. So one would think, uh, you know, with, with 51 cars on the grid for TA2 <laughs> at Coda, that it could be like that, but hopefully it isn't. Hopefully it's another great race. It's a combination of the national championship and the West Coast championship combined for both series' uh, season finales. So to have 51 TA2 cars setting an all-time record is pretty cool. Yeah, we're talking to John Claggett uh, over at the uh, Trans Am Series pre- presented by Pirelli. Uh, when I said, uh, yeah, I wasn't, re- I think, I can't remember who we had. We had one of your, it wasn't uh, the Skeen machine because he's normally our, our guy. It was somebody else who was a front runner. And, yeah, you guys weren't the Demolition Derby. I said Demolition Derby because of weekend for, my God, IndyCar. I mean, oh, Jesus, you know. Uh, uh, but he, he said, you know, coming over the bridge into that left-hander, that uh, left-hander at the end of the bridge, yeah, the, the driver we had on, I think it was Merrill anyway, said this thing could yeah. get really, 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 really ugly. And uh, it was for a little bit. But the good thing about Coda, because when I saw, what was it, I think it was 2019, I was there with, with uh, the Stevens Miller guys, there's lots of runoff. So even if it gets a little uh, argy-bargy, uh, <laughs> you don't end up over the fence in the river. So that, that'll be a good thing. What's What's really unique about Coda, and, and I'm not a big fan of the place for really? cars, to be honest with okay. you, because All right. I, there's not 
tremendous amount of opportunity for a high horsepower racing there. It's 20 turns of finesse. Yes. But what I will say about it is that there are multiple ways around some of those <laughs> turn sequences that all equal out to be as fast as the other one. So you can have two or three race lines to some of those areas, and it does make for exciting racing. Just not what I think Trans Am machines are best at, which is, you know, I love to see our stuff at at high horsepower velocity places where you can see them at 180 miles an hour or 170. Uh, like Music City, that that bridge was amazing to watch the cars come in and do that do that left turn, but. It's not that, but that's what makes a championship schedule. You know, all, all, all just race tracks for different people and different strengths. So, kind of like a VIR uh, for Mr. Dyson. That place. Talk about watching. Uh, you know, eight hundred horsepower fire breathing beast with no traction control and power steering and all that good stuff. Uh, oh, that VIR is, 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 is right when I announced there for. Uh, 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 SRO now, but probably World Challenge back in the day, watching the cars come down the front stretch over that kind of dipping right-hander thing down into the real turn one was pretty breathtaking. I I, I, I wish I could see Trans Am cars there do the same thing because that's got to be a good show. Yeah. I, you know, it's uh, – that was a great event. There's a lot – you know, Road America is probably the, the one that comes to mind as being the true – test of speed because uh, there's multiple places for the cars to do it there but you know i to the point of all the cars that we have i mean to have a season finale where you have 76 cars coming to it that ha- that's that's a rarity i mean yeah. no, normally and in our case we we have all the championships basically wrapped up and that's when people start looking at their their budgets, how much money they've spent, their dreams have been broken for the year. But we still have 76 people coming to COTA. So it, it speaks to the relationship we have with the competitors, the competitors with themselves, uh, that they want to come to COTA and, and have one more run at it. And I think, you know, some of it, maybe all of it, is attributed to the fact that the last year and a half is not been great for racing and dealing with COVID and uh, the fact that we got all of our races, well, with the exception of Canadian Tire, Mm -hmm. I do have to remember that, that we got all of our races in with the exception of one. And that wasn't the case last year, Uh, (laughs) you know, where we had seven race events uh, instead of a, a full championship schedule. So all in all, I think it has a little bit of that, uh, you know, with all the frustrations of how much time they've lost in their race cars over the course of the last few years. But hopefully most of that has passed us and that we can show up at Seabrook next year in the Trans Am class with 18-inch tires and wheels <clears throat> going faster than they've ever gone <laughs> with a tire that's drivable, uh, very drivable. Um, and so I'm pretty excited about the future as well. Yeah, I had a long conversation with Joe Stevens the other day, and you know the the enthusiasm. I mean, that guy. Like you say once we get him out of his uh, his uh, 
you know, once we get him to perk up a little bit, he'll be okay. He's uh, yeah, Joe's. I thought I talked a lot, uh, and I love the guy to death because um, you know I'm a huge fan of of your series and and had so much fun down there a couple of years ago. And Chris D- Dyson nailed it in the head. Predictable, regular schedule. I know when I was a little kid, I'd leave Long Beach in 77 and I'll be circling, circling the date for 78. Sprite Monterey Grand Prix for Can-Am cars. Leave, circle the date for next year. You know, so on is IndyCar weekend. And the, the fact that you put this schedule together is consistent. You dealt with COVID very well. People are starting to make it a destination. The, the, the package, the TV and the streaming package is very good. The, the competition is very good. Uh, it's just a real feel good to Trans Am. And I, I agree with Chris. It's just, a, well, he talked about BOP. I, I watched BOP do some bad things to some series I very much loved. Um, you know, it, it's just, it is what it is. Let's just let, let's let the boys, let, let, the, let the fellows play, as we like to say. As we wrap it up, though, I, I got to tell you, you're doing a great job. And now uh, you've got, you know, one of the top arguably racing schools in America or maybe in the world now is a Trans Am 2 driver program where that's going to be another feeder to you guys. You know, it, it could be 50, 60 cars at every race next year. Well, there's some more exciting stuff coming in the next week. Uh, a, a week from tonight, we'll be able to talk about some other things that are coming online, but one of them that I think all fans will be appreciative of is the subscription-based app is going away and uh, a speed tour TV app that allows for free streaming that everybody can go back to seeing Trans Am uh, on their mobile device free is coming for next year. So, That's great. But there's more than that. There's a lot oh, more I know. stuff coming in the next week and a half. Well, we'll we'll uh, look forward to having you back on uh, maybe after the season ends and talk more about that. Yeah, Joe and I talked at great length about stuff. And then just to wrap it up real quick, uh, I mean, you have a 15-year-old kid coming. Is that correct, Coda? You know, we've had uh, some 14 and 15-year-olds all season long, so I, I'm going to have to plead the fifth and say, I haven't studied the uh, entry list <laughs> in great detail for Coda because yeah. I've been busy working on the year-end finale and our gala and all those things. So uh, I'll, I'll say, you know, you must be it, right. It could, so. Well, yeah, I mean, nothing comes out of my mouth as a truth, so don't certainly don't. I'm trying to sell you <laughs> something. Now. Don't uh, trust me, but I, I heard I hear this is uh, kind of a Gene Haas, Tony Stewart uh, protege, which pretty you get Tony Stewart behind you, you know. Oh my, oh, my God. Uh, John, yeah, it's always well. great to catch up with you. I'm going to get you a new uh, floppy fisherman's hat with a Ray Central brand on it for Christmas. How's that sound? All right. That sounds awesome. All right, buddy. Hey, it's pride. always good to talk to you. Have a great weekend. Have a happy Halloween and happy Thanksgiving. And we'll uh, we'll get you on to season end and talk about all this other new cool stuff coming. It's a Trans Am presented by Pirelli. GoTransAm.com on the web. And I think with the Radford School now with their TA2 program, Boy, oh boy, as a driver's uh, feeder, uh, it's going to be uh, Katie bar the door next year in Trans Am and Trans Am 2. John, have a great weekend. It's good to talk to you. As always, be safe. Same same to you. All right. There he goes, John Claggett. Uh, GoTransAm.com on the web. It's uh, Trans Am presented by Pirelli. It is Race Central on the radio. Go to RaceCentralMedia.com. And anywhere you can hear my voice in America as the sun sets here at the Ivory Tower, you can uh, watch Race Central TV. Check it out. Uh, holy cow. Uh, we're going to come back, and I'm going to have to blow and go out of here. But that's what we do. It's the fastest two hours of motorsports talk and RaceCentralMedia.com.
Welcome back to the premier home for motorsports for two decades. The Blowtorch for Motorsports on Race Central Radio. It fires me up, man. On ESPN Radio AM 1600 with award-winning host, Kurt Hansen. Well, it's getting close to sticking a fork in it. I'm already uh, I'm already thinking about Thanksgiving. I was going to make a, a joke. I heard this, this morning on the news that... Uh, uh, turkey's going to be like 26 cents more a pound. I like turkey. I like laying on the floor after three hours of eating, uh, binge-watching Race Central TV. You can do that at racecentralmedia.com on Thanksgiving if you're tired of the family. And just looking in the air and unbuckling my pants going, oh, I love Thanksgiving. So the odds for this weekend, and again, I remind you, uh, tomorrow Lone Tree is the Motor Mania Car Show at Sam's Club. And if you've got a car you want to show, it's only 20 bucks, and it, it goes to the Fallen Angel program, supporting uh, first responders and military and such that are, well, uh, families that have lost their husbands. That's uh, a great foundation. Gary does a great job. If you want to show a car, uh, just go to ProPlayers. I think it's ProPlayers.com on the web. They have a little contact information there. But I'll be there with my spectacular 64 Ford Falcon. You definitely want to see that baby. It's a rare one. But uh, this weekend, it uh, it's Martin Truex, Kyle Larson. That's why I'm surprised that Truex is a favorite. Now, he's done very well at Martinsville, how ironically, named Martinsville. I said years ago, before Martin got really good there, and he started to, I said they should call this place Martinsville, uh, a play on words, and they didn't change the name, obviously. It was always Martinsville. Virginia, which, uh, funny, it's, it's, I was talking to John Claggett from Trans Am. Uh, Martinsville... And Bristol are like a stone's throw from when we were staying in uh, Virginia when I was announcing for uh, Pearly World Challenge at Virginia International. Those tracks are all really close. Uh, I made the mistake of uh, South Boston is not, not far up the road either. I made a mistake of putting out on Twitter and Facebook on, on Saturday night. Think about to South Boston. Anybody uh, that follows me want to go? And I had like a couple hundred people. And by the time I got done getting up at 5 and announcing and doing all my stuff till like 6, I'm like, I'm going to go and collapse. I'm not going to South Boston. But it would have been fun. But uh, So it's Truex, Larson, Elliott, Hamlin. Uh, based on past results, I get that. I get the lean to Martin Truex. But Kyle Larson has been so damn good lately. But see, Martinsville is the kind of place that Kyle Larson might get all excited and just pound the wall or pound somebody. So we'll see what happens. Uh, hey, the, the new CF Moto Motorcycle It'll be coming out soon. You can get it exclusively at Coyote Motorsports, Denver's only star Yamaha dealer, top CF Moto dealer in the state. They have stuff in stock and at 0% financing, and you can get on that list for the new CF Moto motorcycle. Uh, it's like to say it's Fred's place. Fred Beardsley, the, the boss man over at Colpar Hobbies, two locations to serve you in the metro, Colpar.com. Also, our good friends over at Sorensen Insurance, get those free Bronco tickets at imafan.info. I'm a fan. Dot info. Uh, great show. Thanks uh, to all our great guests. And it's like to say, when it comes time to do commerce, uh, support the people that support us because without them, we can't do what we do. And we love doing what we do. We love all of you. It's not about us. It's all about you. Your your uh, support to our sponsors and to our programs, our TV show. Uh, you don't want to miss the November TV show. That's got uh, Tony Stewart driving Leah his soon-to-be wife's top fueler, which is cool. Uh, we got the Harvick, Elliott, 
uh, confrontation, clash, argument, the whole deal. And that's going to be a lot of fun. Lot of Formula One hi- highlights, Nitro Nuggets. We can go on and on and on and on and on. And a beautiful segment uh, about the history and the beauty of my, uh, my 64 uh, Ford Falcon that you might be able to register to win. So you definitely want to see the show and see what that's all about and also be at racecentralmedia.com. Thanks to Michael behind the glass, uh, doing a great job. Damn, man. He's like he's like my Kyle Larson uh, stand-in. Just jumps in the seat and, uh, you know, goes out and wins a bunch of races. Good job, bud. Uh, thanks to everybody here at ESPN, to uh, Parker Hillis and all the great folks, Sean Brennan, that let me do what I do because I love what I do for you, really. And uh, we'll see what happens this weekend. Going to be a wild one, NHRA at Las Vegas, ironically, the place I met my wife back in 2002 at the Las Vegas AC Delco Nationals. Uh, happy anniversary, uh, honey. You probably re- regret every minute of it, but uh, love you to death. It's, uh, it's going to be a great weekend. Uh, noon o'clock, uh, NASCAR and NBC from Martinsville. Uh, Fox 1 live NHRA broadcast this weekend. You don't want to miss that. And, uh, you know, oh, that announcement with uh, Trans Am, <clears throat> the free app now to watch Trans Am streaming on your portable device, much like you can watch Ray Central TV. Uh, we're available on every portable device in America. Good stuff. Uh, thanks to Michael. Thanks to ESPN. Thank you to all of you. As we start to meander into the holiday season, I can't believe 2021 is almost over. And uh, be good. Have a safe weekend. Happy Halloween. We'll see you next week.